Here you go, buddy. Thanks, man. Welcome to World's Funniest Podcast, the show about nothing where we talk about everything. We're like two bears, one cave, if you're listening to it on Wish. It's Rye Guy. It's DK. DK, how are you? Knockoff version of two bears, one cave. I'm doing very reasonable, and I will say I don't drink near as much Kool-Aid as Bert Chrysler does. I was going to say, we're, but, we're, uh, we're, we're far less Kool-Aid. Also, we are also three beer, three bears, same cave today. That's true. That's true. We are joined by Mad Dog Mick Holly. Mick, Mick Holly. Welcome back. This Thank is your. You. This it's is always your a pleasure. Fourth time, I believe, because you were on the the quiz or the the Ryland quiz. You were on Jagger's Eve last year, as well as an episode dubbed Two Bumps" uh, that we did last year. You were. Uh, oh. You told us some just outrageous stories about living in Africa. I've had some outrageous experiences living in Africa, so I'm glad I could share. <laughs> that uh, Jaeger's Eve was, that one's always unchained, you know? It's just yeah. problematic. <laughs> Is this going to be like the five-year anniversary this year for that? Uh, technically not, because me and DK started, I think, a little bit after me and Kyle did. So right. our five-year like anniversary. June, June 2020? Yeah, so that'll be my. I guess. All right. Well, that'll be around my uh, my birthday then. So you know, got something for the future plan maybe. This is true. Mm. This is definitely true. Well, it's always a um, pleasure having you here. Thank you. I appreciate it. DK, how how are you? I'm good. I'm on holidays this week, and that fucking slaps. Because whether you're doing anything or whether you're doing nothing, I can honestly say that not working is exponentially better than working. It's true. It's true. Um, we but, were discussing. Uh, yeah. We were discussing before we uh, earlier today the differences between us prepping for the show. And yes. You you never stop, do you? It's it's a problem. It's a problem. Like I think last time we had a show, like I was working out of town, so I had like. Um, two and a half hour drive home and like i'll be home at this time and then like i run into construction or something like that i work all day and then i come home and i like throw one of those fucking cardboard pizzas in the oven real quick and just like eat a couple bites and burn my mouth and then sit down and let's let's roll and, and you're like yeah i'm just prepping for the show it's like fucking noon you're like having a couple <laughs> white claws you know maybe rolling a couple joints listening to some tunes like doing some prep doing some homework and i just like sit down and just talk like i know what i'm talking about for like an hour and a half that's fair. It's obviously effective. It's working out well. And I mean, uh, you did say that, you know, having the week off of work slaps just because you're not working. I also experienced that lately. I got a lovely month off out of my job because uh, my gallbladder decided it was going to kill me. So oh, I also appreciate it. However, that said, <laughs> the first week of that uh, month off was like not fun. <laughs> this is true. What's uh, well, yeah, at that point? How is your gallbladder? Uh, well, she's gone now, so, uh, oh, you know, so it's just, just like my ex-wife. Hey, <laughs> both of them end up in the garbage can, eh? What the hell? Bas- basically. Um, however, that's it. Um, I got, I actually had a follow-up today, so it was like, just making sure that I'm healing up and everything's good to go. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, we took that thing out of you. We had to open you up a little bigger than what we uh, really wanted to, or that we usually do. I was like, well, I'm, I'm glad to be special. And he's like, yeah, because your biggest stone was over three centimeters long. Now, oh my god, that's bigger than my penis. If, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if most people don't follow that, and they're probably like, eh, that's nothing. But 
I don't my my mom she got hers out when she was like forty, uh, and she spent like four days in the hospital for that. And they're like, yo, her biggest stone was seven millimeters. So it's like, dude, shit. Three Mine seven was like three, three times. Centimeters. That's like a fucking big grape. Yeah, yeah. Good thing it wasn't a kidney stone because my dick would never recover from that. Oh no, it would just <laughs> split wide open like a banana stepping on the sidewalk. <laughs> That's like I can fit my thumb in there. <laughs> At least when they removed your gallbladder from your body, like as opposed to your wife's separation, you had some anesthesia, right? Like, oh yeah, it hurt way less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took a month off and you're back at it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on what a year and a half now, still working on the other one. <laughs> yeah, hey. That's the way the cookie tumbles, I tell you. Apparently so. The tumbling cookies. Um. This is this is completely off topic. Uh, not about my gallbladder or my uh, ex-wife. Um, <laughs> I just want to declare that so far we haven't found a topic, so uh, you can't be off it yet. <laughs> That's fair. This, this is true. This is true. Um, guys, for the last four weeks, I was suffering. So essentially, what happened was there was a day I went to go take a shower. It was uh, one of those mornings where you wake up and you're just like, "Fuck!" Like I am gonna be late. I have got to get going and I stink. So I need a shower bad. And uh, I go to turn on my hot water and my fucking like tap just keeps spinning. No water's coming out. She's just spinning. And as somebody who's not handy, uh, I assumed that this was going to cost me hundreds of dollars to fix this. It, was the tap just broken? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, um, Four I've weeks go by of already. Me take... like... <laughs> four weeks went by of me just taking cold showers every day, and this is like the four weeks where it, the the weather was like appropriate in Ontario, and it wasn't so fucking humid like today, where I'm I'm nothing but liquid. Where today, <laughs> like today, I would have taken a, happily taken a cold shower, like, but it's been like four days now of me getting that hot shower back. And uh, what what the thing that pissed me off the most is I reach out to a coworker of mine, shout out to Eldod, um, and I, I sent him a picture of what my tap looked like, and he's like, "Well, why don't you just like take the cold tap off and see if it still works?" And the fact that four weeks had gone by and I hadn't <laughs> once thought to even try that, where I could have just been taking baths and switching back and forth between the hot and cold bouncing it out like guys i was boiling water in a pot and throwing it into the bath to have <laughs> the occasional hot bath like this is the dirty 30s up in there yeah. holy shit so you know, i will he, say though uh, he too, looks at it okay go ahead go ahead when you when you when it's hot outside like hotter than the hubs of hell Taking a cold shower is the worst thing to do. It might it might cool you down temporarily, but when you get out of there because your body temperature has dropped, the outside world feels exponentially hotter than it did before. And your penis is shriveled up. It's exactly. True. That's true. Like, like that before I got in. <laughs> <laughs> but so so I text him and I show him the tap. He I tell him that it works. He's like, I'll just stop and grab whatever you need from Canadian Tire. And again, I'm thinking like this is going to cost me some money. It's like eight bucks. Hands me a brand new tab. <laughs> eight bucks. Yeah. Eight, eight bucks. Um, and for four weeks, I could have just gone to Canadian Tire, spent the eight bucks, and, and been just a regular human being again. And uh, it's it's been hell. 
It's been hell. You get cold shower in the morning when you don't want it. Like there's day, like I said, there's days where I do want it, but when you gotta like, but you're not you're so, you're not like fucking <laughs> David Goggins though, like. No, I'm standing on the other end of the shower, like hyping myself up, like you can do it. You can, this is what we play for, <laughs> and just fucking putting my body under that cold and just like ah for fucking like seven and a half minutes, scrubbing myself, just vigorously trying to get every inch of me as non-smelly as possible and i did this for four fucking weeks four fucking weeks on the other hand though your testosterone is uh sky high than it has been so (laughs) (laughs) and honestly like the your confidence must have been right right through the fucking roof just with the amount of mental work you had to do in the morning just take a shower every day for a month like man you could do anything (laughs) well i was i was doing anything and everything after oh. anesthesia, I had the same experience trying to take a shit, so. <laughs> you to... can do this, buddy. You can do this. Uh-oh. I thought you were saying there was a cold shower involved, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, or a shriveled penis. Not seeing that surgeon again. <laughs> no kidding, right? Oh, oh my God. Man, that's, that's one way to lose weight. They eh? just pull organs out of your body. <laughs> I made up for it. <laughs> So when when, when oh. you have like a month off after like what, what what was your what do you find like your biggest activity was in that month off? What were you doing more than than uh, you're you're doing now that you're back to work? One hundred percent masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's a no brainer. <laughs> you all got back. I to feel work like that every... always jumps up when I go back to work. You know, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> not man. I just don't have the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't even the fact that like at that point you just need a stress reliever it's just like it's 30 days of doing nothing man you're just like sitting around the house and i mean i played a shit ton of video games and everything else but sometimes you just get bored and when we get bored things start moving man what can i say jesus christ uh speaking of speaking of speaking, so speaking of, of jerking off <laughs> speaking of video games uh Starfield is officially out as of uh, the time we were recording this. Uh, We talked a little bit about this on the last episode, but I have like a a very tiny sneak peek and and a few comments to make about the game. Uh, Mick, I know you haven't had a chance yet because you you just installed it and you figured you had like easy half an hour before we started recording to at least create your character. But no, they fucked you right at the end. I did. So, uh, and I already uh, bitched in the echo chamber that is Reddit on this, and it's been highly downvoted. But, <laughs> it's, but uh, apparently, it's not actually re-downloading, and it's like, oh, you've known about the pe- the day one patch for weeks now. I was like, no, I actually haven't. But cool. Like anything else on PlayStation, I usually pre-order, which I don't do very often. But lately, there's been some there's been some bangers that have actually bought my money this time or uh, earn my money i guess but every time it's like midnight rolls around or the release time rolls around you click play and the game starts up and you're good to go this is like please wait one moment i was like okay we're talking one moment here and it starts t- i thought it was in, uh downloading the game again but apparently somebody on reddit said no it's just like decrypting it or unpacking it or some bullshit but regardless it has to do something with a server so my game starts up and in about 15 seconds like i've got really good internet so i think it was like sitting at like two gigs already and i was like ah this is gonna be a nothing no deal and then obviously everyone else started clicking that play button and then things significantly slowed down so as of time of recording it is now uh 
It is how it is completed. I'm uh, looking at it, but uh, I'm enjoying a friendly chat with uh, my buddies at Wallop first. How many gigs is this game? Oh fuck! I think 117. Jesus. Yep. This is so like I like I explained last month. Like it's, it's <laughs> essentially it's Skyrim in space, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just. I got a hard dad sneeze. I literally popped a rib. Like, like oh. three, three week or three blocks down, they were like, "What the fuck was that?" Your face. I need to go get my off. gallbladder removed. Now. <laughs> it's like ruptured from that sneeze. Three blocks, nothing. I think my fucking neighbors here were probably like, "What the fuck was that?" And I'm wearing headphones wasn't open <laughs> now. Right. <laughs> so I'll, I'll open by saying, like, again, I haven't talk or haven't played a hell of a lot of this game i have probably two hours into it three hours maybe um character customization is great uh flying the spaceship is there's some it's going to take some time to learn how to properly do that uh combat well like it is fine i'm not very good at these first person shooter games and i know you can switch between first and third person but god wish i had an auto aim that's for sure. Wish I had an auto aim because Christ. It's all that, it's all that GTA Five you get used to. Exactly, exactly. Um, but spoiled. So... <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, so there's a, there's a group of nerds online who have just a list of complaints about this game already. And don't get me wrong, like there are some big name video game companies that are giving it mixed reviews. Um, I think this game is fantastic so far. I think that when you have a game like this, there are going to be limitations. I'm like the big complaint was, oh wow, uh, you can't land on planets uh, just seamlessly. It's a cutscene. Same with taking off. What is that? That's some bullshit. You, you, when you land on a planet, one of the thousand planets, when you land on one of the thousand fucking planets, you fucking nerds, you. You can't just walk from one end of the planet to the other. No, no, they give you a map. What kind of bullshit <laughs> is that? Listen, wipe the wipe the sweat from your hands and top up you top up your fresca and move on with your life. Like Jesus Christ! Like just enjoy the game for what it is. It's the same thing with like what was I playing Cyberpunk all those years ago? And I get that a lot of people had a lot of problems with that game. But I didn't experience one fucking problem. And you get all these nerds on, like, the frame rate is slow, and they're not <laughs> delivering what they promise. And God, golly gee, this sucks. Fuck off. Just let a game be a game, Christ. That's First just... of all, Fresca slaps. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually the only interjection I had. <laughs> <laughs> I said first of all, like I had a list of things to say, but no. It's Golly like, gee, yeah, I don't carry on, fucking nerd. <laughs> Let's yeah, hear right? it. <laughs> it's like, nah, Fresca's cool. <laughs> no, I just oh. like I, again, I haven't, I haven't played enough of this game to give it a full review, and I probably will never get around to giving it a full review. But honest to God, like, enjoy it for what it is. You get to travel to, like I said, over a thousand planets. Just just have fun with it like what happened to like when people just used to play video games for fun like what when did all of a sudden like i guess the industry's grown and expectations have grown of people but like when did it become such a vicious place where people are just like ah it's actually it fucking sucks because uh <laughs> i can't i can't walk from one end of the planet to the other what horseshit is that fuck i off. can't do that now either it's a fucking planet yes exactly 
Exactly. Uh, yeah, but I don't have a fucking jetpack. So. Like people are like the, you can create build your own spaceship. People are creating the Millennium Falcon, the Enterprise, the one from the Guardians of the Galaxy, the what's it called? Um, oh, I can't even remember. But either way, they're creating all recreating all these ships. That's amazing. They're shoving potatoes in them. I don't know why they're doing that, but like that's that's neither here nor there. I I, I think what? again. I'll I'll send you. Well, actually, I sent Mick the article. I guess to uh, show the like how the cool the physics are in this game. Somebody filled one of the areas of their spaceship with like what did it say like two thousand potatoes? Ten thousand. Ten thousand potatoes. Yeah. And then opened the door just to watch them pour out. And that's quite impressive. Actually, actually. it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna lie. The sheer size of this game gives me anxiety because it's like I'd never be able to complete it. I don't expect to. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty bad with open world games, man. Get going, get really into it, and then one day I play something else and never play it again. <laughs> man, <laughs> like, s- s- sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, I mean, shit. Any of the uh, like, I I literally cannot recall the last time that I actually saw credits on an Assassin's Creed game, like. I don't know, but Ezio was the main character, so it's been a fucking minute. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, Skyrim, fucking that game had me so pissed off. It was <laughs> such a cool game, man. I put fucking years of my life into that game. Like, I, I'll probably, maybe not years, but like a ridiculous amount of time. And I was so far, I had this sick character, everything was all loaded up, I had this, like, I could kill, like, a dragon with, like, one hit with my axe, probably not, but it was, it was good, and I, at one point in the game, like, I was doing the whole raw dog exploration type thing, and I found this cave, and I went, I'm like, oh, that's a sick artifact, and I just, like, took it, like, turns out I needed that artifact to, like, beat the game, and I find out, like, nine-tenths of the way through that I gotta go get this thing, I'm like, oh, I remember this cave, oh shit like i don't have this thing anymore and because i had like bought it and sold it like a long time ago because i'm obviously on lewds and then i was like maybe it's maybe it's behind this table here and i like tried to jump in behind the table and it's like got caught in the geometry in the table of of a cave in between like the cave wall and the table and like that's how skyrim ended for me <laughs> that's really unfair fortunately this is also a Bethesda game, so um, and and from uh, early reviews, it's not nearly as buggy as they usually are. So there's always that. Hey, that's because you got to do that whole reinstall patchwork right out of the gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, patch patch those fucking bugs out. So yeah. we'll see how she goes. It's uh, I I imagine tonight's going to be a late night for me. Um, yeah, I was uh, I had my kid over this. Nine hundred and ninety nine planets done. <laughs> <laughs> It's still, the best and still, to last. It's still found time to jerk off. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it's like shit. I got work tomorrow. <laughs> I I was uh, I was playing. Well, I wasn't playing. I'm cooking lunch for my kid this past weekend, and he's like one of his obsessions is Minecraft. But he's getting more and more twisted with it. Like before, <laughs> you know, he'd like you know wrangle a bunch of sheep and then just like beat the crap out of them. I thought that was twisted. <laughs> But I'm, I'm cooking lunch for him, and he comes into the kitchen, he pulls my hand, he's like, I want to show you something. He takes me to the living room. He started, like, a fucking forest fire. <laughs> and, How fitting. And, and, and 
could not be more proud. Like I said, Mick, I sent you the video of him, and I just, it's the camera hitting the forest fire, and, and I look at him, and I'm like, are you starting forest fires? He's like, yes! Did you know that Greece is burning right now, and so is the rest of North America and Hawaii? Oh my well, so God. is that fucking Minecraft world. I tell you. He's been a dry year there, too. At least he's topical, I guess. I guess. Um, oh, man, and th- that face that he has was devilish. Yeah. <laughs> he was so proud of himself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Wrangling sheep and just beating the show. Oh, man. <laughs> That's sick. That starting forest fires actually might be fucking normal. <laughs> why did you start with that? <laughs> I swear my kid's not a psychopath. He's, he's yeah. very calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> When he starts forest fires. <laughs> yeah, it's always the quiet kids you have to fucking watch out for. That's hilarious. Um, DK, last month you did some wrestling predictions. Are you curious to know how you did? Yes, actually. I haven't been able to sleep for a month. <laughs> I was begging you to just send me them a message, and you're like, gotta wait to the show. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> that should actually be pretty interesting. I gotta, um, seriously, I gotta, I gotta know. Like, if I'm if I'm nine out of ten on here, I'm gonna start jerking off. <laughs> well, thank God that wasn't your score. But um, here we go. Uh, you guessed. Uh, a f- we there was a few matches added that you didn't get to guess, and we won't even bother with those ones. But you guessed Adam Cole and MJF would beat Aussie Open for the Ring of Honor Tag Titles, and you were correct on that one. Obviously, excellent. <laughs> you took. Kenny Don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> you, he, he were doing it based off the photo of them anyway. So yeah, I was cold calling this entire thing. Um, you took Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Hangman Adam Page to defeat Bullet Club Gold and Kenoshi Takeshita. In that, you were incorrect. It went the other way. I had a bad feeling about that one. You took Sting and Darby Allen to defeat Swerve Strickland and Christian in a coffin match. You were correct. Walk giant steps are what we take. Walking on the moon. You took Britt Baker different to win. Different sting, right? <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> <a different sting>. <laughs> <laughs> this one was 65-year-old sting. Right? That's true. Although I feel like they're probably both 65. Let's be honest. Well, Google will. Carry on talking. I must oh, research that now. You took Dr. Britt Baker to win the AEW Women's World title. It actually went to uh, Britain's own Soraya, who walked down the aisle to We Will Rock You by Queen, which was quite the entrance. Would. Oh, I had my money on the doctor, man. Well, you took uh, FTR to defeat the Young Bucks in, for the AEW Tag Team titles. You were correct on that one. You took. Helps when you're booking the show. Oh, you took, uh, as you called him, Omega Joe, to defeat CM Punk uh, for the for the AW uh, Real World Heavyweight Title. CM Punk actually won that match, so you were wrong. But by the end of the week, CM Punk was fired from the company. So, uh, like that, he had a run. Who really won? <laughs> Who really oh, won? Uh, Omega Joe si- did. Singer Sting, by the way, is seventy-one. Okay, so, uh, all right. Well, it's not that far off, though. That's true. Uh, you took Will Ospreay to defeat Chris Jericho. Uh, you were correct on that one. You took Orange Cassidy to win. Uh, Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends to win Stadium Stampede. You were correct with that one. 
and you took Adam Cole to win the AEW World title from MJF. You were incorrect with that one. That makes you 5-4 and four for your first uh, wrestling predictions. Not, Not bad for a blind job, though. No, I, I wouldn't be. I Like, again, a lot of your choices were pretty educated. And a lot of those matches could have gone either way. If I would have put 100000 on all those, I would have probably come out ahead. Just, yeah, <laughs> just a little bit. Also, didn't have that much money. Don't, don't even, no, don't. I don't five even know bu- what that looks bucks. like. <laughs> That's a lot of five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I got fucking lazy eye right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the, that's the edibles kicking in. I thought you were just trying to watch yeah. both of our cameras at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, nah. Two of you guys are moving. <laughs> um, Mick, you always come with a pantheon full of stories about your world travels. Do you have anything for us this month? I just may. And I appreciate that I wrote things down because doing this from memory would not have uh, worked in my favor at this moment in time. <laughs> well, so I guess I shall tell you the story about my first Diwali. Diwali? Apologies for butchering the uh, white boy pronunciation of that holiday. And that, uh, for people that don't know what Diwali is, it is uh, a Hindu festival that celebrates the victory of light over darkness. And it's usually used to exchange gifts, feed the poor, and light off fireworks, which I will get to in a second. And just uh, overall, you know, it's it's one of their their uh, Hindus' big religious holidays. So it's uh, celebrated in much of, um, I guess, like uh, India and surrounding countries. But my uh, Diwali I experienced in Nairobi, Kenya, where I had the fortunate privilege of living for a couple of years of my life. And I was very unaware of the Hindu tradition of Diwali at the time. I was also in a position that uh, allowed me a little bit of paranoia, because I kind of knew what was going on in the country. And the, resu- uh, the, the, the reason I was there was because it could get violent. And uh, I had to do a lot of prior research on the ongoing terrorist attacks in, throughout the uh, country, typically in Nairobi. So... I got to experience Diwali in Nairobi, Kenya. On it, it was probably like, I don't know, man, like my third night living there. So I, I was, I was still pretty culture shocked, still pretty jet lagged, still trying to like, you know, f- find my footing and get into this. Well, Diwali, as I mentioned very um, recently ago, like very short time ago, is that they like to light off fireworks. No one decided to warn me about said fireworks, and when fireworks started going off. Very rapid succession, I might add. <laughs> I immediately thought to, holy shit, we're under attack! <laughs> so I yelled at the people in my house to get down. I got down, like an idiot, to the point I scared the absolute shit out of my dog. So at this time I had like, I think he's like a six-year-old basset hound. So he's already pretty he was low already to the down. ground anyway. <laughs> but he sat there, saw like I'm like creeping past windows trying to find out what the fuck is going on. And my dog is like commando crawling across the fucking room <laughs> trying to figure out if like, you know, shit was going okay. And then finally, I was like, what the hell was that? And then, you know, finally the popping and the booming and shit started. And at this point, I'm already pretty paranoid, but I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm like <laughs> calling a guy at work, be like, yo, what the fuck's going on, man? They're like, oh, yeah, that's Diwali. Uh, you know, it's a, a Hindu festival. It's it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, <laughs> and that's all fireworks going off. I was like, 
fuck fireworks that that makes a lot more sense than what was going through my head so, so relatively embarrassing uh start to my trip well, I said like three days in man but uh, funny story nonetheless um now as part of this trip or as part of my uh, my living in that area i also got to uh, i got to travel I, I wouldn't necessarily say frequently but i definitely made it worth my time being on that side of the world i got to see uh, some pretty cool shit so one of the uh few uh, opportunities i actually got out to to get outside of africa and experience some of the uh let's say the more more developed world uh i booked a, a mediterranean cruise so me and my uh had a nice little <laughs> that a boy oh. <laughs> speaking of going on a cruise <laughs> that fucking that old sneeze is like sitting on the fucking wall now going cruise speed this episode's guys, called a high probability sneezes. i'm gonna sneeze into my microphone and fucking hit me in the head and knock myself out <laughs> show's over <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ! So, book booking a cruise I thought was going to be a, uh, a a pretty good uh, use of my my time and uh, and money, since I've never really been on a vacation before. So, it's something I was like, yeah, fuck, man, I'm, we're, I'm going all out on this. So, we took a ten day Mediterranean cruise and saw all the cool sites. Like, fuck, we were in Greece for a day. We uh, stopped in uh, a couple places in France, stopped in Spain, stopped in uh, multiple stops in Italy. Like, it, it was pretty cool. But uh, one one of the trips that we got to spend a day at was uh, we weren't allowed into Istanbul or the ship didn't uh, didn't didn't stop there. But so, somewhere a little further south in uh, Turkey, we got to stay. And I don't I don't really know the area very well, so I'm not sure what the uh, the actual area was. But uh, we got to go. We got to go on a kind of like a tour of the the city with uh, they they did like the 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 whole Turkish delight thing. And they bring you out to try to sell you a rug and a bunch of other shit too. Um, <laughs> that, that's a true story. And I, like, you know, when I say they try to sell you a rug, that's like, they aggressively try to sell you a rug, man. Like they brought us into their shop. They like showed us how the shit's made and all their little fucking, um, forced labor workers <laughs> are sitting there spinning fucking linen. And, uh, they give you a good old cup of Turkish tea and they show you all these fucking rugs and all the cool stuff they owe. And then they basically don't let you leave until you've told them like, no, about 50 times that you're not buying shit. It's, it's, it's very effective. I would imagine, but some of these rugs were expensive as fuck as they were all very, you know, high quality hand spun wool. So, <laughs> so Sla- slave the- labor is always usually the best labor. <laughs> right. Shout out to Nike. On those rugs. <laughs> Oh fuck, man! I don't know, but like I said, they, they were cool. But I'm like, man, I'm not paying fifteen hundred bucks for a rug. I was like, <laughs> Jesus I was fuck. like, oh man, I was like, you know, twenty six or something. I was like, yeah, that's cool, man. But like, a, I got to get this fucking thing from Turkey to Africa, and uh, then I've got to get it back home, right? And they're like, just standing oh. up in the corner of your room on your cruise ship, eh? <laughs> oh fuck, man! They're just like, oh, don't worry about that. We've got free worldwide shipping. I was like, oh yeah, do, do you now? No, no, no. Like, like, thank you, but no, thank you. So. As we're headed back to the ship, we uh, pass, it's like an open air market, so like you sit there, all the other tourist traps and shit, and uh, like sitting there, it's like, fuck, like, you gotta walk past this to get back to the goddamn ship, and all I want to do is go to get a fucking Guy Fieri cheeseburger, and go jump my ass in their fucking hot tub and all the the spa rocks, because, you know, I was a princess that week. (laughs) So, as we're going down, oh, no, 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 massage only. (laughs) 
So we're sitting walking through this like market and trying to like, you know, eyes straight, ignoring all the fucking shout outs and the cat calls and just like fucking walking through. But my my ex-wife had this like giant fucking camera on, uh, you know, slung around her neck because she had um, uh, we, we did a couple of other things of that walk into her. Like we saw like the ancient city of Ephesus, which is basically like uh, Pompeii, only more buried, but bigger and uh, a bunch of other shit like that. So we came through, and this this guy in the stall is like, hey, rich lady, hey, rich lady, hey, rich lady. And she's, like, sitting there, grabs her fucking camera, starts walking faster, past all these guys. So it's like, she's like a five-foot-one little white woman, man, and all these, like, Turkish guys are, like, fucking, hey, rich lady, hey, rich lady. And she's like, no, man. She's like, don't don't talk to me. She's like, talk to my husband. He's got all the money. And this guy turns to me. He's like, hey, poor man. <laughs> <laughs> had all the money spent it all on that camera right i was like fuck yeah man that guy that guy knows what's up can't so you see him holding the rug a rug from him <laughs> right <laughs> gotta find out where to put this i'm gonna get guy fieri grease all over this fucking shit <laughs> you know what i would like to know though let's say you did buy a rug and you're <clears> around <throat> this fucking slut ass slutty ass fucking rug like for like the entire time you're there, how many other guys would still try to slug, sell you a rug, you know? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this guy's got to be a rug connoisseur, you know? And you like, an extra 15 bucks lying around, or 1500 bucks lying around that, like, you didn't, weren't going to spend on anything. That'd be a sick prank, though. Just to, like, <laughs> buy this massive rug and just, like, ship it to somebody. Like, this rug just show up on their doorstep. It was a very nice rug. Like, I mean, I'll give him that, man. You know, I'm probably finding someone. They're like, no, it's a carpet, motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's like, well, whatever. <laughs> It wasn't even a rug. It was probably like a fucking floor tapestry. Oh, dude, they were, they were gorgeous, man. Like I said, if I, if I had 1500 bucks to just burn, like, I'd, I'd be getting a goddamn rug. That's, a, yeah. that's like, that'd be a really cool fucking, um, uh, the, the word's escaping me, but uh, something to cherish as part of your fucking... Souvenir? You know, that's the one! <laughs> we got a winner. There's no G in there like Savik Nog. Right? Oh, shit. So... One of the other things, like like people, like I said, I, I was fortunate enough to like live in Nairobi, which was kind of cool, uh, interesting experience, of course. Anyway, but um, there was definitely interesting things that come along with it that one may not be too uh, fond with or uh, really aware of when uh, when you when you're in Canada. So, uh, so my 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 job it was like very uh, just, uh, without getting too far into it. I was I was working a security gig for the uh you know the department and uh basically i was responsible for the people that were there with us to keep everyone safe and their families aware of what's going on so uh sometimes you had to send out like little alerts like uh almost like amber alerts so they'd get them on their cell phones when we'd send them out so things like you know like there's riots in this area or there's you know uh demonstrations going on at these malls stay here or like you know downtown's not safe you got a lockdown shit like that well my interesting one Again, because most people go to Nairobi or Kenya in general to go see wildlife. More specifically, things like lions and shit on safari. Lion well, on the floor. Lion on the floor. Right? I've come undone. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, Weezer. Oh, no, man. We're, we're good. So, like, these lions are <laughs> kicking around. And obviously, like, if you come to Kenya to see them, that means that they are in Kenya. And 
ain't like zoos, man, where it's like they're in bars and shit. Like they're 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 or behind bars. They're running fucking free. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're in bars and shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> Different waitresses. So the the weirdest the weirdest a little security alert I ever had to send was we got a report that there was a lion that was just like chilling downtown Nairobi. <laughs> just like walking around. It's like, yo, that fucker is hungry, man. <laughs> like so like watching TV was cool as shit because you see this is like there's a lion just like trying to fucking weave through traffic. You're like, man, I was like, I don't think I would have ever thought of that. But like, what happens if that fucking lion gets hit? Like you, you know, being Canadian, we're all about hitting deer and shit, right? It's sitting there, you know, you see what <laughs> it does to your truck, <laughs> right? And occasionally, you know, you got the old semi tractor that you're driving down the road. You're like, oh, that deer is dead as fuck. So I was thinking, I was like, shit. I was like, I'd feel really bad if I had to see, like, lion roadkill, man. I'd be like, Simba, no! <laughs> Fuck wildebeests. What about fucking SUVs? You know what? And then realizing afterwards, as I'm driving around in my little fucking SUV, I don't have to worry about the goddamn lions. There's roadkill fucking monkeys there! <laughs> like, so they just sitting there looking like little hairy babies just lying dead at the side oh, of the road. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so... To this day, now I I left Africa years ago, and to this day I will never get the image of roadkill monkey out of my mind. <laughs> That's dirty dancing. Little, little hairy, little hairy baby just laying there. I was like, oh, that fucker's dead. I was like, he is not a squirrel. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Place take a nap, my dear. I saw I saw a goddamn raccoon the other day that got smoked and he hasn't like gotten to like that nasty like decomp stage yet. He's like just sitting there looking all like he's all sleepy and quiet and you know starting to bloat because he's getting gassy, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like he's sitting there and his face was turned towards traffic as I'm like driving by, and all I can remember those motherfucking monkeys. <laughs> oh my god! You know how they have like uh, here in Canada they have like deer whistles that you can like stick on the front of your car. And they're like little cylindrical devices, and you put them on there, and they like kind of like whistle or whatever. It's supposed to keep the deer away from running in front of your vehicle. Yeah. What if they have like fucking lion whistles or something like that? Huh? <laughs> monkey whistles. What? Monkey well, whistles. The, the monkey whistle would just be a fucking lion, right? So That's true. They're like, oh shit, get in the trees. The motherfuckers can't fly. <laughs> Leopards can. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, you know, just just another small taste. I'm sure I've got more to tell in the future, but you know, roadkill monkeys. That's yeah, the, that's the yeah. name of the episode for sure. I it's yeah, the name I, of a metal yeah. band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was a sight I guy. Yeah, it's it's burned into my mind. A sight to be unseen. Yeah, well, you ain't unseen that man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that being said, it was either, you know, roadkill monkeys or dead bodies on the way to barbecue, right? So, you know. <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> oh, so do I. So do I, vividly. <laughs> the best part about that story is DK going, well, how was the barbecue, though? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> barbecue ain't a barbecue without a dead body on the side of the road, you know? Like, <laughs> that poor, poor fucker, man. This literally just kills over and dies. No fucking, no ambulance, no fucking funeral, just walk around. Not even a fucking sheet, man, just walk around. <laughs> like, shit. I, I was thinking about this week, guys. Um, like, we're all in our 30s, and I think that we're that perfect era of 30s where we, we, <sighs> we're we done doing, like... 
Did, did you tune out for a second? <laughs> no, I was like, oh my god. Tell me about this perfect era. Let me know. It's just the Alzheimer's setting in. Right? <laughs> I just mean what I was going to... pulled out here. This is fucking like an episode Pissing of Grey's Anatomy. This isn't a life in motion. Yeah, uh... <laughs> what I mean, though, is that I think I think there's certain things in our life, like... Like, once you're in your 30s, I think if you're still doing some of these things, you're an immediate loser. Like, for me, like, I I did a lot of coke in my 20s. And when I see somebody who's over 30 and they're just high on coke, I'm like, what? What are you? That's for people in their 20s. Now, I'm not a doctor, but that's for people in their 20s. Or people with money. I mean, sure, sure. But I don't know. I just Every time I see somebody who's in their 30s and they're still doing coke, I'm like, no. No, what about you guys? Like, what's something that you in your thirties you're like, I can't, I can't hang around people who do that anymore. I, I gotta say though, well, sports. Yeah, I'm not running. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wrestling fans, fucking right, nerds, yeah, fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you though, the most like surprising thing about turning thirty or like getting this age is realizing how many people just do do coke though. <laughs> because like that's fair when you're when you're like. A kid or like a teenager or whatever, you're just like, oh man, no, cocaine. Oh, I'm not gonna do that. That's bad. And then you get older, and you're like, well, there's so many people that are doing this, you know? And you're like, God, you guys an accountant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he can afford it, and yeah. he knows how to budget. <laughs> exactly right. Um, what, what about you guys? Like, what are, what are some things that you like in your 30s? You're like, mm, I, I can't be around people who do that. As, aside from cocaine. You Drink both days DK. on a weekend. <laughs> Fuck, man. I the it's gonna sound fucking. I don't know. Not not shallow, I guess, but just like the bar scene, man. Ugh. Like I was never a big bar dude anyway. But like my my bar years were like from potentially less than legal age to slightly over legal age, <laughs> and like. You know, 20, 21, you know, the college years, right? You go and you have fun, you meet people, you try to get laid. You know, I didn't because I was shackled by the time I was 17, but hey, you know, like. <laughs> but it's just like, if you're like a working professional fucking just like trying to chill and get by this so-called bullshit we called life, and you're like still like rocking it and like dumping paychecks at the bar, it's like, man, I don't want to be part of that crowd. Like if somebody asked me, hey, you want to go to the bar? I'm like, fuck, No. Like, last time I went to a bar was, like, probably, like, 2013. <laughs> you know, and I, I agree with you that on, like, on a couple different levels. Because, like, there's one thing to, like, go to a bar and, like, have a few drinks and, like, have some wings and whatever. And, and when I say a bar, I mean, like, like, not a club. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because I'll go to an open mic, but I'll be there and, like, I'll play my guitar and I'll have a few beers and I'll come home kind of thing. Or I'll go to a friend's show and I'm like, I'm there for like live music more than anything almost every yeah. time. But definitely the club scene cannot, sh- really shouldn't. Like the, like the last time I was at a club was uh, when a buddy of mine got divorced and like we're both single. And we're like, yeah, okay, we'll go there. And first uh, of all, <laughs> don't know how to achieve anything in that format. I, I don't. I can't. I can't. I don't have the game. I don't have the hips. But uh, <laughs> we we were like twenty four, twenty five then, and we were the old guys there. Yeah. 
You know, it's like, oh my god, what is happening? And you always don't get me wrong, man. I'm all for the pub scene. Like you sit me down. That's what I like, mean. You know, you know, you got live music or something like that. Fuck yeah, I'll go and have a few bevies there that are sitting there. Actually, probably another, probably a story for another time. But that's probably one of my best memories of uh, my short trip into North Ireland, which was sick. Took forever to find a spot though that was still a pub and not a fucking dance club. So that was just like, mm. and at this point, like Christ, I was already thirty, man. So I'm like, yo, fuck this. <laughs> like I'm not listening to this boom, boom, boom shit. Like I want to <laughs> listen to some fucking, you know, drunk ass Patty play on a fucking drum or on a uh, guitar really fucking poorly and sing and like just drink Guinness and fucking get blackout stupid. Like I'm okay with that. That kind of bar scene, I'm all for. If there's not a mandolin, I'm not going. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, uh, it's time for over-under. We are playing over-under and how this game works. Mick, you know how it works. You were on our uh, over-under wrestling editions that, with me and Kyle. Uh, how we're yeah. going to do this is we're going to talk about the some of the most popular video games and video game series of all time. And you're either going to talk about how you're either going to give it an overrated, an underrated, or you can give it a push and say, I think it's properly rated. I think that... Uh, you know, it gets all the credit it deserves. Or, I mean, if you haven't played the games, I mean, obviously that's a push as well. So I have a list of video games here, not many, so we can get through them as quickly as possible. Uh, Mick, you're our guest, so I'll start with you, Goldeneye. Ooh. Oh, that's a hard one, man, because, like, Goldeneye is one of, that's, like, our generation's goat, right? You sit there, N64, playing, it's, like, really, like, chilling. You're still young enough to enjoy it with, like, you know, because you still got friends. <laughs> but, like, is this good enough to, to get going? My, ish, my only issue with Goldeneye is that going back to it now, because there's lots of ways to do that, uh, it doesn't hold up only because, for me, it's it's what we get so used to with the controls and everything. Uh, I'm going to say slightly overrated. Okay. All right. DK. See, and I kind of lean the other direction where, like, I would have, if you would have asked me this, like, five years ago, I would say, I would have said underrated, except for those of our generation. But it's actually, it's coming back a little bit more now, like Mick alluded to, because there's other areas that you can go and play that game. And, like, you'll see people talking about GoldenEye and stuff like that on social media more than you already ever have. Um, but, uh, I don't know, I think, I think Push. Like, I think Push. I, for me, like, I never really had much of a gaming system like i never had a nintendo when i was a kid i had a sega genesis and i like go over to my cousin's place and dude i want to play goldeneye like i don't even want to talk to you i just want to sit here <laughs> and eat your food and play goldeneye and that's what i want to consider hanging out but maybe i I'm too just am a gonna cousin the... <laughs> <laughs> there's so many one-liners from this episode that could be the episode title it's gonna be hard yeah. um I'm going to also give it a push. I think that, it, I mean, people hold it in such high regard, right? So, like, as one of the best shooters of all time. I think I enjoyed going back to it now that you can get it on Xbox a little bit more. I love the size of it, too. My God, that, that took nothing off my memory on my Xbox. Nothing. We we, we had some good times that night mm -hmm. when we were rocking, rocking uh, um, Goldeneye again. But to me, I just think I've had... Probably like that. That was like the most fun I had when I was younger. But like as time went on, man, I've had some better experiences. So that that's my only reason for the overrate. That that's fair. That's fair. Uh, the Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. DK, this one I'll start with you. I don't know if I've played that. Is that the new one? 
That's the, the, the that's the big one that people played on the N sixty four. No, I don't think I played that, so I'm gonna have to give it a push. Okay, all right. I I too will give it a push just based on the fact that it's it's great. It's great. I have not played it in over twenty years, so I think going back, I might have a different feeling about it. But that's where I'm gonna sit with that one, Mick. So, Ocarina of Time. I, I'm a really really bad person for this because my bias is is completely out there but it's probably my favorite game of all time just for the memories it gave and how often i've replayed the damn thing like there's 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 a time like beating it from start to finish not skipping anything not going for like a a speed run or anything silly like that like legit five hours no problem and i think i was like 13 or 14 maybe last time i did that so like it's it's underrated for me, man. Like it gets all the praise it can get. Okay, all right, I like that. Good take. We're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna move on to Tony Hawk. Fucking nerd! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nerd! Your frescas, uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. DK, we'll start with you. That is such a good game, man. Like all the Tony Hawk games are so fun. I like them. Um... I don't know. Like, I think that this one holds its own weight when it comes to like people talking about games and they're doing Tony Hawk's again. And like, I don't know, you can be like a steak and just like ride around on a skateboard and shit on the new ones. But I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's a push. Cause I think that game is, is a good game. What I, what I like about those games is like, they kind of resemble need for speed in a way where like, they're never, they're not for the completest, you know, you can just like play it and it's just like, just zone out and like have fun. And same for like need for speed. You can just get in a car and drive around and fucking smash it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's push. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go next. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say a little overrated. However, I've never been a fan of those games. It like, I, I just feel like there's not enough there for me to really get into it. However, it is one of the best in-game soundtracks of all time. Uh, the, the amount of licensed music that that game has is insane. Uh, also, uh, hot take, anybody who is over 30 and still rides a skateboard, you're a fucking loser. That's one of those <laughs> things, man. Fucking longboards are scary as balls. Like, what, do you want to be a surfer but you live in the prairies? Like, fucking live in Saskatoon? I One time on a longboard, man, we had this, like, big park hill in the town I grew up on, and then my buddy had it, and, like, because this is not in my 30s even and i'm like yeah sure i'll go for a rip on that like let, let me see how this thing goes bad idea like third time on a skateboard ever and i'm like yeah i got this no problem right almost never skateboarded you know and now i'm going down like this fucking crescent of a hill which by I'm the going way to die. which by the way like there's no it doesn't keep going after that like there is a i don't know how to stop this thing you know so i get on this thing and once gravity takes over on a skateboard, you know, there's no brakes. There's no slow. You're on a bike. There's an option. You know, you can just slow down a little bit. I get on this bad boy. And, like, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of crouching down. I don't know what to do. And I get the whole, like, death wobble, man. Dude, how do you stop the death wobble? It's impossible. And that board just starts quaking. And I'm just like, like, my thighs have never contracted so many times in a single moment. <laughs> and this thing just, I just clip the curb on this thing and fucking do a header like right into like a pile of sticks 
Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking, I sent Carrie with Underwood the inspiration for that song. <laughs> Except I was Jesus, take my longboard. So underrated. <laughs> oh, the game's good though. You know, I just I respect that I can't do that. <laughs> Like, I'll say this. You're a loser if you're still riding a skateboard over 30 and you're not Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk's great. He's fine. But anyway, moving yeah. on. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers series. This can consist of Mario Party, Mario Kart, whatever. Any Like uh, Super Mario 64, whatever. What, what, Mick, we'll start with you. Uh, as a whole, I'm going to say overrated, which might be a little bit of a hot take or get some uh, pissed off Nintendo nerds. But... Only because they've done so much with, like, the licensing, and they have come out with some absolute fucking stankers over the years. But certain titles are severely underrated. You know, there's a lot of hype online for things like, like you know, like Paper Mario or uh, Mario RPG, things like that. But, like, just, like, straight up Super Mario 64 is... is I, it's, it's one of the best games of all time. Brought, like, a really classic function into like the third dimension like man mario's goat the, yeah i, I got <laughs> you know i kind of got i gotta agree with you on that there mick like as a series for sure overrated because there are some games that are like not super good right but when you talk about like mario kart or just like like the og games that like really paved the way for nintendo in general definitely underrated but as a series All right, I, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna give it a push. I enjoy the Mario Karts, the Mario Parties, Mario 64. Like Mick said, one of the best games of all time. Um, I feel like I've fallen off of the series. Obviously, not owning a Nintendo console, but in the time that I've gone to uh, Winnipeg and I spent some time with my girlfriend and her kids, and uh, like the the Switch Mario games are are a lot of fun. But I feel like it's a it's a type of series that like if you have a group of people together, then it's a blast. But if it's just you by yourself, like I, if like me, just me by myself, rather, I just don't think I could get into it. So I'm going to give it a push just based on that. But like Mario Kart, Mario Party, those games slap. I will say, uh, like I've played them on Switch recently, just Mario Kart and uh, also um, Breath of the Wild. And those two games alone have almost inspired me to like get a Switch. But then I look at all the other games that go along with it. I'm like, there's nothing else good here. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. It's like the Mar Mario, the, the newer Mario games, again, they're, they're fun. They're Mario games. To me, it's just like, yeah, fuck, whatever. I never finished the, uh, was, not, not Mario, whatever whatever the, the Switch one was. I, I never finished it. I just played it. Breath of the Wild, though, I played the absolute shit out of. I rolled credits on that for sure. Hmm. We're going to move out of the Nintendo 64 and the Nintendo uh, era and move kind of into, like, more modern-style games. Uh, guys, I'll start the next one, the Splinter Cell series. DK, I'll start with you. Underrated. Those games are sick. Those games are sick. And I, like, I love... There's no other game like that. Right? Like, there's no other game where you're... I mean, yeah, okay, there's, there's some that are similar. But where you're... The entire premise of that game is to be as fucking sneaky as shit and there's a lot of other games that aren't like that and just man when you come fucking come down from that light 
and hang upside down and just take your pistol and shoot that guy in the head from across the garden and he falls down and nobody notices? Pfft, sign me up for the fucking seals, bro. <laughs> Mick. That's, it, it's not a game I really played a lot, but, I mean, I, I won't give it a push. But uh, I think, like... For me, it was definitely something that was a lot cooler than uh, I was expecting, and you have a lot of really sick moments in it. But being like a, l- a little bigger into a little more faster action-paced games, it wasn't uh, it wasn't like my whole cup of tea. And it, I kind of think it, it spawned some tropes along the way of some of the stealth action games. Um, even though not my cup of tea, I'd still say it's probably underrated, man. I don't think it gets as near as mu- nearly as much love as it deserves, or the credit for what it spawned in further you know generations of games. <laughs> my biggest um, we, disappointment with Splinter Cell in general is the fact that they haven't made a new one in a long time. Was j- just about to say that. I'm going to give it an underrated. We have an echo chamber for this one. Rogue Agent was one of the best games I've ever played. I played mm. that on the GameCube too. Like that that game was absolutely fantastic. Um, the GameCube was an underrated system. Yes, it was. It people look at that system like it was a step sideways. I think it was a step forward for sure. I don't think it was all good. Tiny Discs was a bad idea and still continues to be a bad idea, in my opinion. But uh, that's Nintendo's way. I'm sure there's several women on Tinder that would agree with you. Uh, Those tiny discs, man. (laughs) Hey, sometimes we can't all have big discs, okay? Maybe our showers are broken. We don't know. (laughs) Uh, We're going to have a similar uh, similar style game here, the Hitman series. Mick, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, I'm going to say overrated because there are some cool moments, but I think they milked it too long, which I mean, you can kind of say it was Splinter Cell too, especially at the end there. But I think uh cool idea. They just overplayed it. Um, that said, Hitman VR looks pretty fucking sick. I would definitely give that a try. All right. All right. I like that. DK Hitman. So I haven't played a lot of Hitman games. I did download one of the free versions of one of the older ones and I played that a little bit and I couldn't really get into it a whole lot like I gotta say overrated like I really like the idea I like the story I like whatever where they're going with it but I kind of found some of the gameplay to be clumsy and cumbersome actually uh, and it wasn't very like urban ergonomic and like when you got used to it I'm sure it was good but for me I just like I had a hard time picking it up and the same thing with Assassin's Creed when they changed the fight style they really wrecked that game um, I'm going to give it a push. I think that, uh, well, I agree with you, DK, about the older games and how it, it just wasn't fluid. And while there were some cool elements to it, I just didn't feel like it was fully fleshed out. I do think the more updated versions of the games, the Hitman 1, 2, and 3, where you basically played like chapters, I think that they were huge improvements to that series. And I, I did enjoy that three set of three games. Um, I like I I played those over the course of like a month and a half, and I just smashed the shit out of that. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, moving forward, uh, the Uncharted series, DK. Dude, underrated, like, like underrated borderline push. I think maybe I don't know. The fact that they actually had a movie made out of it was kind of cool, because um, a lot of games don't get to the movie stage, you know and to have a series of games get there. What I liked about the Uncharted games is they were consistently good, all of them. I bought, like, the four-pack or whatever, and I've I've played all of them through to 100% completion. And just, like, the way that 
that game was fluid as shit. Like it, the way that it transitioned in and out of cutscenes and and uh, the gameplay was really consistent. So um, yeah, underrated. Love those games. Mick. Uh, I'm gonna push because I've only never played the first one, and as much as I enjoyed it, I just couldn't uh, I couldn't get into any of the subsequent releases. Um, but it's interesting, and what I saw in the first one, I remember was was really well done. It just you know they appropriated Tomb Raider, man. Like we're taking something away from the women here. <laughs> <laughs> and Tomb no Raider disrespect. has such a good thing going. And no disrespect, but the Uncharted games are better than the Tomb Raider games. Yeah, yeah again, they did it better. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, fuck, man. And it wasn't it's because funny. of the characters. Right? I actually love Tomb Raider as an individual. <laughs> the next... Uh, Especially the characters. Yes. <laughs> the next game we're going to talk about is Spider-Man for the PS4. Mick, we'll start with you. All right. So it is an absolutely stellar experience. I think it gets too much love. Only because, for me, <laughs> they changed the, like, they, when they did the remaster for it, they changed the character, man. Like, I played it from, like, day one release on the PS4, and I thought that was, like, the perfect Spider-Man game going. And then the remaster, they made changes for no reason for it, man. And it just it fucked with my head. So, over, overrated. I think Insomnia as a studio in general is a little overrated these days. Okay, alright. Fair enough, fair enough. DK? I gotta give it a push. I didn't play the sequel, which was Miles or whatever that other guy was. Um, I didn't play the sequel. Um, but I don't want to say... I, don't, I think it's properly rated. Because, in my opinion, that was... I think that game got me through a knee surgery. Like that was probably the that it is the best Spider-Man game that was ever made. Yeah, two's yeah. coming though, so we'll see. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's October, I believe. Yeah. Um, so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Last of Us, DK. I know you've you're gonna have a lot to say, so go at it. Don't even get me started. That's all I have to say. I'm joking. <laughs> uh. Uh, underrated like only because i hold that game with such a high regard all of them like the first one and the second one the gameplay is incredible the way that naughty dog tells the story is you know and naughty dog also did uncharted 2 i believe which is i will say i went back to play the uncharted games after playing both of the last of us because of how much i love naughty dog so there's something to be said about that um the amount of suspense in those games, like I've shit myself more playing The Last of Us than I have any other game because like a fucking zombie comes jumping around the corner and of course you're stoned as balls and it's dark as shit because like that's how you got to play those games. And man, yeah, well done. Uh, Yeah, they're great. My favorite, uh, probably The Last of Us 1 and 2 are probably my most favorite games, even though there was like a lot of heat over the, over the uh, Abby character in the second one. <clears throat> but... Mick. So I'm going to piss DK off. <laughs> Good. Never never played it, man. That's a push for me. So oh, hey, could... at least you didn't yeah. say overrated because that would have been a different piss off. You know? I, I, I think I think it likely gets a lot more hate for, than what it deserves. And I've actually, I, as, as some of the like the political shit's cooled down off of it, yeah, actually people are giving it more of a, 
you know, more more of a fair go. It just didn't interest me, man. And then especially with all the political shit on, I'm like, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. <coughs> it's best I have pl- best zombie game though that there is. <clears throat> Well, that's funny because the next one we're also going to talk about is a zombie game. Um, I'm going to give it a push just because I haven't played it. Uh, I've seen DK play it. We, we had a few weeks of uh, having fun with that. Yeah. Um, but now that I own a PS4, I'm definitely going to uh, give it a go just because I want to uh, experience those games for what they are, especially before I watch the show. I want to see how closely they resemble that first game in the first season anyway. Um, if it's going to be anything like Witcher, they're going to fucking... <laughs> so far, speaking so far. of things that got political, <laughs> um, moving on, guys. To Gra- uh, let's start before I g- go with Grand Theft Auto Five because we are going to spend some more more time on that than I think than anything else. But Grand Theft Auto Three, Vice City, and uh, San Andreas. Quickly, uh, DK, start with you. Got to push him now. I gotta push them now. Uh, they're really, really great games. Um, love them. And at the time, it's like these. When playing them, every time I've, I've played them, I've thought to myself, "There's no other game like this." But when it comes out to Grand Theft Auto Five, uh, it's a total different experience, and the gameplay is a, like an absolutely, totally different level. Uh, and it's one of those games where now that you've played the most recent version, the oldest version has no replay value. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with 100% agreeance with you. I've I when they remastered everything, they put San Andreas on Game Pass uh, very briefly, and I went back to try it. And I I would say I probably got further in that game than I ever had, but it just it wasn't the same as GTA V. And as I discussed on the last episode, GTA V is such an important game in my history of playing games that like you're right. I I have a hard time going back to the older versions. I, I will say number four was okay. I, I forgot to include number four. And some of those uh, number four, like uh, the Ballad of Gay Tony, as well as the biker one, I thought they were okay. But, uh, yeah, Mick, we'll move to you. It's, I, I just so, want to interject real quick if I can. I will yeah. say about four, which you didn't include on your list, when that came out, that then became the best version over San Andreas. What San Andreas right. had that any of the other one didn't have was being able to kill somebody with a combine, which was revolutionary. <laughs> and uh, but, <laughs> but I really enjoyed the Nico Bella character. Okay. I like that. That's that's a that's a good point. Mick. So I played I I played GTA since like the very first one. I had uh, you know uh, probably way too young to be playing it, but I enjoyed myself immensely on it. GTA two was even better. Um, I wasn't I wasn't too hot on like playing the yellow shirted character running around, but hey, at least you could tell where your guy was. So when Grand Theft Auto Three came out, and this was one of the first games I got on PS2, uh, which I got, I mean, shortly after it came out, and I was in grade nine. Again, way too young to be playing these types of games, but hey, and Grand Theft Auto Three was like turning it on and opening your eyes for the first time because you're like going from that isometric top-down perspective to like being a 3d character moving around in a fucking like at the time you think it's like holy shit i'm in new york like that was so cool to see uh and n64 i think did that first with like mario and zelda but like gta 3 for me was like genre defining so mm. personally for me i think the the first like the early editions or i guess like the the mid editions like you're talking like uh, you know, the PS2 era, I think was really 
I, I, I think it is actually underrated for what it brought to the gaming sphere. Um, but I think GTA five, as much as I loved it, uh, when I first played it, it's been released and re-released and remastered and sold mm. on so many. I think it's kind of lost some of its shine, even though I won't, I won't ever take away what I got from my first playthrough. So I think, I think the original ones coming up to it or into the, like the 3d genre or the 3d generation, I'm going to say is underrated at this time. I think GTA five is overrated. Okay. Okay. That's, like that's that. the thing that rockstar does that pisses me off. Is <clears throat> it's like me making dad jokes. Like they milk the fucking shit out of their games, you know. Like how many extra like online versions of Grand Theft Auto are there, and like all that kind of stuff now, and these add-ons and add-ons and add-ons. It's like make something new, make something cool, you know. Like and I and and Rockstar does really good, but yeah, I don't know. Didn't they do Rock Band? Rockstar? No. No, they didn't. No, okay. No. Uh, they did a Red Dead Redemption. Oh, like well, yeah. well, we'll get but there. That, we'll get but there. The, oh, let me tell you. Horse balls. <laughs> I think um, with uh, the, the problem with like GTA 5 was because they released the online portion of it and they released those fucking shark cards. They had so much money coming in over and over and over and over again. They're just like... Why, why break what's not broken? So they didn't release a new version. Now we're, you know, talking like a decade onwards, and they're like, okay, fuck, we got to release something now. So I'm interested to see how GTA 6 is. I think it's going to be fucking, it's, it should be good. It, it looks like they're going to be showing us some of GTA 6 uh, in the next uh, few months or so. So, I mean, we can look forward to that. They're, they're t- I read today that there's looking at like a 2025 release, and they're also working, apparently as soon as GTA 6 wraps, Red Dead Redemption 3 begins so guys we're moving on red dead redemption the series dk i'll start with you so after i like just shit on rockstar real quick (laughs) i gotta say i feel differently about the red dead redemption series series i don't feel like they've beaten it to the pulp so much uh and maybe just maybe because grand theft auto is I don't know. I feel like they've done that a whole lot more with the Grand Theft Auto series than they have with the Red Dead Redemption series. Um, Love the shit out of both of these games. I played Red Dead Redemption 1. It was my most favorite game. I played Red Dead Redemption 2. It was my most favorite game. And, like, it just kind of just, like, shifted priority-wise there because it's endless, the amount of stuff that you can do, and it's so well done. And, like, the amount of, like, work that's been done into even just, like, the way that the horse runs like no other horse runs in any other game like it runs in red dead redemption 2 uh and and maybe that's getting a little bit better but they did at the time such a good job they did have the undead nightmare series which was pretty fun i don't know if you guys played that one that was off red dead redemption 1 and it was just like zombies and shit and you could throw tomahawks and like other cool things that were really fun uh but yeah In comparison to Grand Theft Auto, I would say underrated, because I think that Red Dead Redemption is a better game than Grand Theft Auto. I'd actually probably agree with underrated. Um, I didn't I didn't play a whole hell of a lot of it, um, and again, I had that issue with open world games where it's like I'll pick it up, I'll play it for a bit, and I don't really finish it. Um, <laughs> Red Dead, I, I am pretty sure because the story was fucking stellar. I'm pretty sure I, I ran to the credits on the first one, but I never played the second one. However, <coughs> my my dad 
who at the time was like 55, maybe 56. Mm. He pre-ordered Red Dead Redemption 2. That's how much he did. And that wasn't like, that was not one of his style of games. And he loved it so fucking much to the point where after he beat the game, I'm pretty sure all he did was just go around and he was hunting on it. So that's pretty fucking sick. If like, you know, you can get that a 56 year old man to pre-order a game these days and age, man, that's underrated as shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm a slut for westerns, be it a movie, TV show, or video game. <laughs> I am. I love a good western. Not John Wayne. Fuck that guy. I like Clint Eastwood. And these games are a Clint Eastwood western mapped over like a, a great story. I thought both games were absolutely fantastic. 100% agree with DK that at the time they were... Number one came out, my favorite game. Number two came out, my favorite game. I've played through number two two or three times. I just, I love it. I love it so fucking much. I'm very excited for number three. I think is that, that in, the, is that in the works? I think when GTA 6 finishes, which again, if they're releasing it by 2025, estimated, um, we'll probably see um, Red Dead Redemption 3. I can only imagine by like, 2027 2028 uh could be longer that's how rockstar does it um but uh no i i I think that unfortunately the online never picked up for red dead but i do think that that's almost a benefit in a sense that they know they need to release a new game sooner rather than later because as much as that game is fantastic they know they need to top it now and the pressure's on but like for me rockstar almost always delivers so whether we're talking about Grand Theft Auto 3 or L.A. Noir, like I think that most of their games, I think it was L.A. Noir that they did. Uh, yeah. I, I think that uh, those guys are, are fantastic building games, and I'm very excited to see what we've got coming forward with both GTA 6 and the Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption series. Uh, I'm, I'm such a fan. That's a that's a underrated for me for sure. Have you seen the leaks? Because GTA 6 has had a shit ton of leaks that were... I guess proven to be um, completely legit. I have not. Hmm. What do we got? Well, just uh, some some gameplay. It looks fucking absolutely incredible. There's uh, two characters. It's a male and a female. Um, the footage that they've shown, it looks like they're running around San Andreas, but they're saying that uh, don't keep your viewpoint limited to San Andreas because I think it's going to go back through some of the other cities as well. Or sorry, not San Andreas, my bad. Uh, fucking Vice City. So it's the the stuff that they've showed has been the running around Vice City, but I think they're talking about potentially going back through through all, all areas. So it should be pretty fucking cool. We shall see. But again, keep uh, expectations where they are just because it's this day and age. You know, you'll sit there and promise the world and deliver Cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) That's not on the list. Uh, We got two more more to to get through, and then we have headlines to finish up. Uh, The Witcher 3, guys. DK. Excellent game. Excellent game. Um, I think it's underrated a little bit. Uh, I don't know, actually. It's really taken off. It's like during COVID, a lot of people spent their life doing that game. So I would know, I think if you were to ask me a few years ago, it would be underrated. Now it's definitely a push, I think. I think it's well-suited. Uh, it's a fucking great game. And it is an older game. And, like, the graphics are not amazing compared to some of the other ones that we've been talking about. It's not, it's not the same. But it's fucking great, you know? 
I agree with you. I'm going to give that one a push just because uh, I haven't completed it, but man, did I ever enjoy playing the fuck out of it. Uh, completely different fighting style than you're used to in most games like that, which I think it was initially a bit of a hang-up for me, but as I learned how to play the game, it, it became more fun to play it that way. Uh, Mick? Exact same answer, basically. So I've had kind of love-hate with it, just because of the fact that Again, it's a huge open world game, and I've never finished it. The problem is, is that both two two attempts I've put in, I probably put in like, you know, like maybe forty hours on the first attempt, and I put probably eighty on the second. So I mean, there's definitely there, but there's so much shit that you can do. I just keep I just keep getting lost in it, so I haven't been able to focus and actually finish it. One of these days I'm going to though, because the game fucking slaps. But until that day, it's a push. What they did really well to that game, though, was to, to add the replay value for the people that are, like, super into it, is they add, like, different storylines, and, like, there's different endings and, like, different ways that you yeah. can go about it, and you can make different decisions that totally changes, like, the outcome of the game. So I think that's really cool, and I think that adds replay value for people that are, like, really into it. Yeah. Guys, the final game we're going to talk about, the Batman Arkham series. BK, uh, D, not BK, DK. <laughs> Where's the queen? <laughs> I think they're a bit overrated. Uh, I like them. I think they're fun. <clears throat> but I think that they sometimes try to do too much where it makes it kind of awkward. Uh, the fighting style is really cool, but it's also not that different from Spider-Man in a lot of different ways. Um... So I liked it. It was fun. But then, like, the most recent one I played, I think, lacked direction a little bit. And I think that games like that sometimes need to be, like, a little bit more linear or a little bit more clear on, like, what you have to do. So I find it took me a little bit longer to get into it than it should have. Um, but the tank thing is, like, really fucking cool in the newest one. And uh, I think the first one I played was pretty great. I'm going to quickly just say that i think that when they opened up the world to do the uh arkham city game i believe it was arkham city arkham knight maybe yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what the last one was uh relied way too much on the batmobile i thought uh i like the batmobile i love driving it and all that but i just feel like it just over relied on the fact that people were like oh you could drive the batmobile i don't care i'm batman i can travel however the fuck i want it also took me forever to figure out how to actually fucking drive that thing and because the first few times I drove it, I was like smashed into buildings and killing fucking pedestrians. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, this isn't what I was supposed to be doing. Um, but a lot of the tasks become very repetitive and there's, it's not enough to challenge me to stay in it. Mick. So, so I'm gonna be completely honest. The whole time DK was given his like first, uh, first part there. I couldn't remember what the fuck game we were asking about. Uh! But yeah, so uh, when you said Batmobile, I got triggered back into it. The uh, the the original Arkham game for me was uh, it, it it was cool. I really enjoyed the combat. It was very fluid. It was cool to see in action. But I thought that again, like not not so much even the gameplay was necessarily repetitive, but like it just felt like it needed more. Like it didn't have a lot. So I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. But I I don't see where for for me it was kind of overrated. Um, and then. Now some of the the newer ones came out and I was like, all right, like like Arkham City was fucking awesome, and they're kind of carrying on like they carried on that fight system to uh, to Spider Man, which worked even better as Spider Man than it does Batman, I think. Um, mm. But like now they're they're pushing forward and they're continuing to do it, and I still think it gets too much love. 
Um, and I just think that other games that took like the same kind of style did it better for me. Um, and now they're now they're going into I, I, and I can't remember if it's the same company that makes it, but it's the same kind of fighting style. They did um, uh, Arkham Knights, and it fucking flops. Like it's just you know. So I don't know. I I think it's overrated, but I can I can see the appeal. All right, guys, that wraps over under. Uh, we are going to quickly run through headlines before we cut the show off. Uh, are you guys ready for the w- world's funniest podcast September hi- uh, headlines? Here we go. Man cut in half by forklift says people just want to know how I have sex. Well, inquiring minds are asking. Let's fucking go. <laughs> how recent was this cutting in halfness happening? I, I, like, I, was like last week, I'd be like, I don't know if that's really on the table right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I assume oral. <laughs> Can you feel it, sir? Can you feel it? Woman found alive in her coffin during own wake. Definitely dead this time. <laughs> Round two, fight. <laughs> oh, okay, so the first time she died, she's, all right, all right, we're, we're, we're getting there. That would be a hell of a wake, man. <laughs> if I think that roadkill monkeys are bad, Jesus Christ. That's a different roadkill type grandma. of wake. That's a different grandma, type of no! wake. Grandma, <laughs> no! Rises out of the coffin. W-A-K-E, wake. If I sit there, it's like... You know, talking to the old fucking dog that you find all cold in the morning. It's like, wake up, Grandma did. Wake up. Jesus. <laughs> Police in England and Wales pledge to attend every home burglary. <laughs> well, see, if that was Texas, they wouldn't have to worry about no cops. <laughs> Is there some they don't attend? Like, if you call the <laughs> cops, like, they just, like, roll a die or what? Man, they're probably too fucking busy. They probably deal with all sorts of other shit, so they likely get a like a, you know, a some sort of burglary, and it's just like, oh well, are they in your house? No, they're in my garage. Well, cheerio. <laughs> like, don't open the door. <laughs> you know, fuck. World Pie Eating Championship bans meat and potato flavor over flatulence fears. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> Holy fuck. <coughs> I guess it's not Poontang pie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I wonder what the most amount of pies eaten in one sitting is. That's what I want to know. <laughs> are we are we talking about the World Sex Championships now? Or are we still right? talking about fucking, yes. you know? Man finds shitty underwear in his Uber Eats meal. You guessed it. It <laughs> happened in Florida. Shocker. He ate it, by the way. He ate the meal. <coughs> oh, I thought you were see the underwear. I was like, well, fuck it. He champed on. Who did he... Oh, Jesus. Who did he... Uh, these are a perfectly good pair of underwear. Uh, <laughs> where, did the, where did the meal come from? <coughs> uh, they didn't, Had they didn't specify, but uh, it did... Had it, to have been it, McDonald's. It did happen in Florida, though. So, everything checks out. Checkers, then, maybe? <laughs> in Lack of hot sauce... just out (laughs) there's no win lack of hot sauce leads to shooting at taco bell that that checks yeah 
Yeah. What state? Had it been Texas. Yeah, I, I did, it, they did not give me the state for that one. <laughs> the fuck did you say? Oh, sir, we're out of hot sauce. Oh, well, the fuck you are. What a thing to Se- run out of, eh? 73-year-old woman was worried about the meth she was smoking, so she took it to her doctor. Yes, Florida. <laughs> There's nothing that you can add to that. It kind of speaks for itself. You know what's the worst part? She had to pay to go to that doctor. <laughs> like, has no free health care. Did, did, so did she, like, pay to get arrested? Or, <laughs> like... This meth is dirty. <laughs> Retirement home uh, alcohol ban slammed as un-Australian. <laughs> well, you know what? There's only basically four countries in the world that could happen where, you know, it's just sit there. Fucking Germany, Canada, the UK, and Australia. <laughs> like... There's some fired up geezers in that house, I tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me my goddamn whiskey. <laughs> Florida st- Get the fuck off my porch. <laughs> Florida sto- store owner. Don't warm urine in my microwave. Well. Oh. Where the fuck else are you going to warm it then? <laughs> Coffee maker. Throw it through the drip. Well, I've seen weak-ass coffee that kind of looks like it, but... And finally... Iceland president admits he went too far with plans to ban pineapple on pizza. That's a... <laughs> Holy... Where? Iceland, Iceland is apparently a communist country. <laughs> I've seen uh, I've seen memes that, like, guy ordered an Italian fucking pizza from an Italian restaurant and comes back on the pepper... For, he asked for pineapple on the pizza and the pepperoni spell fuck you in it, but... <laughs> I don't think that was actually Italian. <laughs> all that being said guys that wraps headlines for this month mick thank you so much for coming on the show you uh you always come with some great stories and a lot of laughs so thank you for coming to world's funniest podcast well thank you once again for inviting me it is always a pleasure and uh you know i'm always free to do it again it was really it was really galled to have you here (laughs) well you know what just like my bladder then i guess i'm out DK, as always, it was a splash. Love, peace, chicken grease. Cheers, cold beers. Grab yourself a fresca. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at Rylan Wallop and Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Wallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at facebook.com slash spearkingco. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, maisiemulderdesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, shows.acast.com slash wallopmedia.